Have you ever stared up at the sky on a, a clear night? Yes? What did you see? Stars? Moon? Anything else? Hmm? Bats. Okay. In the sky, way up in the sky. Way up in the sky, above the bats. Yeah. Air Force One? <laughs> okay, way up in the sky, way up above Air Force One. So recently, I was out walking at night, and it was really clear, and I could see the stars. They, they seemed to be closer than close. And I saw the moon, and it was crisp and white and bright. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful look. But I want you to know that there is a certain order in the universe. That if you can consider with me, the universe has systems, movement, and is infinite. It has systems, movement, and is infinite. So when I was a child, uh, we lived in the projects, and back then in the projects in the 60s, it was mostly um, men who worked in the mill in Gary, Indiana. So lots of mills, lots of smoke, and a lot of us had asthma. Okay. And I'm sure it was because of the smokestacks. But we would take our blankets out on a clear night and spread them out, and we'd look up at the stars. And I often looked for the man in the moon because I heard that that man lived up there. And I don't think it was God back then. I think it was really a man. And I'd look. I'd try to see the eyes, the nose, and a pointed chin. That's probably the hook part of the moon when it wasn't full. <laughs> and that's how I imagined the universe. And then there was the Big and Little Dipper. It was clear enough you could, you could see the outline of it. And I did not know the connection in the stars and the moon and the universe. You see, we are part of this, this system. And, and it's called the solar system, our system, our galaxy. And in that galaxy, we have movement. The earth revolves around the sun, and the sun is... Well, people didn't know that, but it, it actually is a star. And it's a star made up of gases that make it yellow. But did you know that there are other stars that are different colors, depending on how hot they are? And our sun is considered... Not very hot in the realm of stars in the galaxy. And that's why it has the color that it has. Well, they, are, they have uh, nine planets. That's what I learned when I was a kid. But we don't have nine now. We, the one got denoted in 2006. They decided that that Pluto was reclassified as a dwarf planet. A dwarf planet? Is that like the, the dwarf, you know, from 
I think so, but it doesn't make sense, does it? Well, I, I wonder, what is a dwarf planet? What does the galaxy and the universe have to do with us? Well, when we look back at the star and the moon, it's what we can see. It's what we see with our minds, well, not our mind's eye, but our actual physical eyes. But we really know now that it's way, way bigger than that. You know, I heard some people talking about the other day, do you know we're in Mercury in retrograde? I was like, okay, what's that? So I looked it up. And if I want to find out some scientific definition of something, I look for a scientist. So um, I was watching something with Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's an astrophysicist. And he was explaining <laughs> Mercury in retrograde. And he said, it, he said it like this. Well, so our mind believes that Mercury is going backwards. as if it could. In the same way, we make up things based on what our mind and our eye sees, like the sun rises in the east, and it, it's, it's sun in, um, goes down in the west, because it's based on us in the way we see it. And yet, it's not really doing that, because there is movement happening in the earth. We're turning on its own axis. We know that part, right? Well, with Mercury, he explained it like this. If you go on a train ride, and there's a train that's next to you, and then your train takes off, does it look like the train next to you is going backwards? Hmm. According to this scientist, <laughs> it's the same way with Mercury. That it's not really, really that it's going backwards, because it can't. To us, it looks like it's going backwards. So when we, when we look at the universe, we're looking at what we can see, not what we can't see. And our minds want to define it in that way. But the universe is bigger, bigger than anything. Like our solar system, according to NASA, if you, if you took a sun and put it in the middle of your hand, let's put your hand out. Put the sun in the middle of your hand and, and imagine it's a, about the, the size of a grain of sand. One grain. And then about an inch from there would be Pluto. and then magnify it by about three or four hundred million times. Huge. Fast. We can't even imagine that we are one galaxy of galaxies of galaxies of galaxies. That it is so infinite, it keeps creating and recreating more of them. You know, the black hole and the new black hole and the ones that they keep finding out that are there. We cannot even see it in our naked eye. In the same way, 
that there are billions and billions of galaxies. There are billions of people on Earth. Billions of us. We're more exposed to it now because of the internet, but not even bigger than that grain of sand that we called the sun. We can't even imagine billions of people. Can't. It's not possible. And then, if we take it to our body, our bodies have not just billions, but trillions of cells. They say about 30 trillion cells in our body. If you took a grain of it, the size of a grain, and put it under the microscope, you're only going to see a little bit. And so we are connected to this universe. We are connected to everything that there always is and always was. We're just a little grain of sand inside of it that is creating and creating every day that we're here. In the Revealing Word, our book of metaphysical terms, Charles Fillmore says that divine order is our mind and affairs; that it will be at one with universal harmony. So, as we're looking at order in the universe, we can look at order within our bodies, and that when we realize we're one with it, then we're able to realize that there is no separation. We're not separate from the sun. We're not separate from the galaxies out there. We're part of it. Remember, we're Earth. We're a planet. Well, somebody called us Earth and a planet. And so, if we're on Earth and a planet that is in a galaxy sitting out there, hoisted up out there in the universe, we're part of it. We're just part of it. And what we're called and invited to do is to understand that we have a coexistence with the universe. Now, our our spiritual power of the month this month is order, and it says that we have the ability to adjust. So, guess what happened with Pluto? It got adjusted. And the disciple associated with order is James, son of Alphaeus, and it stands for harmony and balance. That we get this through our awareness. So we can, like, I was really upset when I heard Pluto wasn't a planet. Now I can go, okay, just a dwarf planet among the other 750,000 planets in our orbit, and, it, and then it makes it kind of okay, right? Because Pluto's kind of cool. It has a heart-shaped glacier. Pluto actually has blue skies, spinning moons. Oh my goodness! Mountains as high as Rockies, and it snows. But do you know what the color of snow is in Pluto? It's red. <laughs> NASA.gov. It's some awesome stuff on there. I said, how can you have red snow? Isn't snow supposed to be white like everywhere in the universe? Not necessarily. It's just that we made up that that's the way it should be, and it doesn't have to be that way. You see, Pluto was a little renegade, kind of like us, beating to our own drum. 
This is God in expression. And in the book of Psalms, chapter 139, verse 7 and 8, it says, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. You see, that presence that we call God, that we call spirit, is everywhere and present. You see, today is the start of Rosh Hashanah in the Hebrew, uh, Jewish tradition. And there's um, something called Shema. Is that, say it right? Shema? Shema. Shema. Okay, so, so um, Shema is a prayer. Shema. Shema, okay, is a prayer. And, and I'm only going to give you a snippet of it. But I'm going to say the word Lord, and according to what I saw on the internet, and Elizabeth can help me if, to know that, the word Lord is a tetragrammaton, whatever, for, for, for God, which is unspeakable. So Y-H-W-H. It has no vowels. So Lord got made up, God got made up, the expressions of God, the names of God, we made it up because we want to have something we can speak, right, in our language. So just consider when you hear this prayer that is speaking to an unspeakable name, all right? The name that has no name. The The I am that I am that I am. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Blessed is his name, whose glorious kingdom is forever and ever. Whose glorious kingdom is forever and ever. So when we think about oneness with the universe, that that there is order in the universe, it is that universe that is forever and ever and ever, and ever. And in a Jewish tradition, there are a few things that happen. One is honey and apples, right? Yep, yeah, see? And, and so I have this honey, honey to represent what will be happening starting this evening. And we'll have some out there. And honey, because other types of sugar wasn't created back then thousands of years ago. Apples were plentiful. Honey was also from bees. And so they dipped the apples in the honey. And then we had plumegrants because the seeds of it, um, it was about what could be possible in the future. Yes? Yes. Like infinite possibilities. And lastly, we had challah. Unbraided challah is what I read. And so we have challah out that we'll have when somebody cuts it for you to take on. The apples and honey signify sweet year. Yes, yes, thank you. I forgot that part. So apples and honey represent sweet year. So sweetness of the universe, the sweetness that was available to all of us. And so we celebrate Rosh Hashanah today because we are celebrating our oneness with the universe, that unspeakable name for God, Yahweh. See, I put some syllables in there just because. (laughs) To know that there is a certain order 
from the moment we're born to the moment we're completing this physical body, and yet we're never separate from it. We're just housed in the body right now. That we can allow ourselves to feel one with the universe, that we can invite ourselves to reveal more of itself as us, that we can invite ourselves to be more creative, that we can invite ourselves to inform our now, that we can invite ourselves to know we are infinite, to invite ourselves to know that nothing can stop us, to invite ourselves to know that when we declare something to be, it can, like with the pickup parties, yes? That we just take it on and then know that it happens, that we don't stop the flow, we get in the flow, in the flow of the universe, in the movement of Mm, give and take the divine order, that order that is balanced, that order that is good, that order that is seeking to be expressed as us. Why do we want to stop it? We can't. You see those 30 trillion cells that we have in our body, they're vibrating, they're wiggling, they want to move, and if we stop it from moving, we'll stop moving. So why not allow ourselves to vibrate the goodness of the universe as us in this moment and every moment to come? And our affirmation for today will assist us with jumping into the universe, diving in, just getting in the sea and swimming in the ocean of devotion. Let's see it together. I am creating new exciting ways to establish order in my life. Again, I am new exciting ways to establish order in my life. Just take that in. Just take that in. That, that we're part of this universe. That the universe is calling us out to be a Pluto, to have mm, the possibilities that Pluto invites us, like red snow. To know that we mm, have this sun that is one of the smaller stars in the universe, that warms us, that sets, that rises, only by our own minds to know that we are part of the creative expression in the world because we say so. And we allow it to be us, to radiate out as us, as we bless the world, as we bless all who are here being a blessing to each other, as we bless Jim as he mm, continues his unfoldment in Florida. And we bless all of the people, the billions and billions of people on this earth with the trillions and trillions of cells in our body. 30 trillion cells. Mm. Mm. And if you have your eyes closed like I do, I invite you to open them. And let's put our hand on our heart and say our affirmation one more time together. I am creating new exciting ways to establish order in my life. And so it is.